Welcome to Dwellings, a podcast from the City of San Jose Housing Department, where we talk with thought leaders about ending homelessness, building affordable housing, and key housing policies. I'm Jeff Scott, and I'll be your host for season three of Dwellings. On today's episode, I'm joined by Consuelo Hernandez, director of the Santa Clara County Office of Supportive Housing. She and I are going to talk about Project Home Key, a statewide effort to rapidly expand housing opportunities for persons experiencing homelessness or at risk of homelessness. Consuelo, can you tell us about your role as director of the Office of Supportive Housing? Sure. I uh, first have been in my position for a little over two years. Um, I've spent the first five of seven years at the county primarily focused on the development and production of affordable and supportive housing. And through my promotion, I'm now responsible for overseeing the entire office. Um, And as the COC collaborative applicant, it really gives us an opportunity at the county to be responsible for the supportive housing system. So if you think about the continuum of services for people that are vulnerable and unhoused, whether it's somebody who's in crisis or somebody who needs permanent housing, uh, my office is responsible for those various interventions and creating opportunities for the production of interim housing, permanent housing, and safe parking programs across the county. So I have the benefit of working with the 15 incorporated cities Um, to advance the goals of the community plan to end homelessness. There may be people in our audience who aren't familiar with that document. Can you give us a brief description of the community plan? The community plan to end homelessness, for those that are not familiar, is our community-wide five-year plan that serves as a roadmap of goals that we we will achieve over the next five years. There are three strategies. Um, And each strategy has a set of sub goals that are focused on increasing the production of housing, providing rental subsidies, and essentially housing 20,000 people um, that are homeless over the course of five years. It also calls for improvement to those that are currently unsheltered by expanding our basic need services and doubling um, the capacity of our shelter beds on a nightly, uh, every night to 2,000 beds. And then the last is looking at the root causes of homelessness and focusing on reducing the new people who become homeless in our community. I believe the community plan was a collaborative effort. Does this mean the county worked with cities and organizations like Destination Home? That's correct, Jeff. So all of the work that comes from the county is really done in collaboration with other cities, nonprofits, community members, and others who have a vested interest in addressing the housing and homelessness concerns in our community. Um, So the development of the plan happened before the pandemic, and it included a series of meetings, workshops, education opportunities to the community to share with them what our current strategies are, what the areas of improvements we're looking at, and really focus on what are those root causes of homelessness that we can change through policy. Can you help our audience understand what Project Home Key is, and then explain how Project Home Key fits into the strategies laid out in the community plan? Sure. Project Home Key um, is an evolution building on the success of 
Project Room Key. So Project Room Key uh, was created through the governor's office in response to the pandemic. Uh, in March 2020, uh, the governor essentially determined that the housing of people that are vulnerable in hotels and other congregate settings to protect them from the possible impacts of COVID um, was an eligible cost for FEMA. Um, so in partnership with communities in Santa Clara County, uh, great partnership with the city of San Jose, we started at the county to house um, vulnerable homeless people in this Project Room Key program. Through that, the governor created Home Key, which basically allowed the acquisition of those Project Room Key hotels that were used to house our vulnerable unhoused population and permanently use them for interim housing or to allow that they be converted into permanent housing. And in July of 2020, the governor announced the program. Um, he announced the ability to provide up to 1.2 billion derived from the coronavirus state fiscal recovery fund and issued a notice of funding availability. And the great thing about the Home Key program is it fits perfectly with our strategies to bring people indoors quickly um, while we're building our permanent housing. And if the opportunity is right to take an existing structure and repurpose it as permanent housing rather than waiting the five years that it typically takes from the time you identify a property for development. So from a strategy perspective, we saw this at the county as a great opportunity to advance our goals and leverage the very unique elements of the Home Key program. So for those folks that don't know and don't understand how development works, there's two key critical components to getting something built and occupied. One is to get it through the land use process, which means the local agency has to approve the project from an entitlement perspective. The second is to cobble together the financing to build it and operate it. What HomeKey did, it streamlined the land use process and it provided the capital resources needed to convert the structure with up to three years of operating subsidy. That meant for us that we can quickly invest our local dollars, get something going, and within a matter of a year, convert structures into permanent housing, or in the case of Mountain View, build something from scratch quickly um, and bring about 80 people indoors um, that will be connected to permanent housing. If I'm understanding you correctly, Project Home Key will allow cities, counties, and local governments to acquire properties like hotels and convert them into housing. And the cities and counties will typically partner with developers to assist with the conversion from the hotel to either interim housing or permanent housing. Is that correct? That's correct. The home key regulations allow three different project types. One is to use as interim housing. And interim housing is a term that is currently um, being used to mean several things. Um, for the state is providing emergency transitional type of housing um, while people are connected to permanent housing. That's one project type. The other project type is using the building 
for a number of years as interim housing, and then in the future, redeveloping it to permanent housing. And then the third is just providing, um, you know, more innovative project that can serve either purpose. When the Home Key Award is given to a city or county, how quickly does that money have to be invested? And more importantly, how quickly does a project have to be up and running with people living at the site? Round one Home Key, uh, we were given a very short period of time to operationalize half of the units. So in the round one, Home Key Awards in our community, there were a total of four projects that were awarded. Two included the use of hotels for interim housing, and those were operationalized very quickly. The acquisition actually had to take place uh, before the end of December 2020, which meant that you received an award and you had about 60 days to buy the property which is very fast in, in our space. Uh, typically, it'll take a lot longer in, in government realm um, to buy a property. So that was very quick uh, in terms of acquisition. Then you had about six months to complete the improvements and operationalize the building so that half of the units were activated. So it was a very tight timeline and it didn't leave a lot of room for delays. Um, which is both stressful, but I think is responsive to the urgency in our community. Um, so through those four projects, we were able to make a speedy impact in bringing people um, indoors, in some cases permanently housed, and others providing them with interim housing. Round two home key has given us a little more time. Now we have basically a year to acquire and to construct or redevelop the, the units that are being considered or, be, or that we have been awarded. So we have a year to either convert the hotel or a year to build the uh, interim housing that was approved in Palo Alto and San Jose. Consuelo, how many Home Key Awards did our region get in the second round? Well, Jeff, we were very ambitious. Uh, we launched um, in the summer of 2021. We reached out to all of the cities in our county and um, had these conversations around a goal of identifying 10 projects across the county. We had a, a referral from our board of supervisors asking us to look at an equitable distribution of shelters and housing across the county. So we worked with cities worked with the housing authority um, to come up with a list of 10 projects. We ended up with eight. And of those eight that have been submitted, um, to my knowledge, six have been approved. And we are waiting to hear uh, the, the, other, the results of the other two. Between the first and second rounds of Project Home Key, I believe our region got 10 awards. Can you tell us how that stacks up statewide? Does that put Santa Clara County near the higher end of recipients? Yes, it definitely puts the county on the higher end of the spectrum of awards. So of the six projects that were approved during round two, it totals a little over $129 million. Um, just to give you an idea of the magnitude of that investment, uh, locally, the voters here approved a housing bond measure in 2016. Um, for $950 million. Um, that 
can be spent over the course of 10 years. So being able to leverage this much, this much state money with these six developments is, I think, a testament to our partnership um, and the fact that we came prepared with projects that were viable. The community engagement strategy that we deployed with both the cities, the nonprofit developers, our service providers, and the neighborhoods, because our projects were so well packaged that I think we made it easy for the state to approve. When you take a Project Home Key application to the state for consideration, how does that work? Does a government entity partner with a developer on the application? Absolutely. The state requires the applicant to either be a city county government or a city county government in partnership with a partner. And that partner can be a developer or a service provider. And the process requires a resolution from your governing board that they are committed to the project and that they're basically approving the submission of the application to the state. Of the 10 awards our region has received, can you give us a sense of how they're spread out throughout Santa Clara County? Uh, so in terms of the geographic distribution of the 10 home key awards that have been approved in our community, five are in San Jose, two are in Mountain View, one is in Palo Alto, one in the city of Santa Clara, and one in Milpitas. Among those 10 projects you mentioned, how many are hotels or motels? Three are what we are referring to as emergency interim housing. These are the structures that are being constructed using modular construction that are being used as a place for people that are it's low barrier entry. It's, it's kind of the new version of emergency shelter, if you will. The balance uh, or seven of the projects are hotel acquisitions that are being converted. About half are being used as interim housing and the balance are being converted or have been converted for permanent housing. Consuelo, we've discussed the possible redevelopment of home key sites. For example, do you see these seven hotels eventually being redeveloped into permanent housing? The, the opportunity is definitely there to envision the sites beyond looking at the current footprint. I think when the sites were identified, we were very mindful of what does it look like 15 years from now when a lot of the supportive housing that's being constructed is built. Um, you know, we've been making a lot of progress in terms of reducing the number of new people that are homeless, our homelessness prevention system is, is really tackling that. And so what we looked at is what is the opportunity beyond home? There are a few properties where the footprint of the building does not occupy the majority of the land. And so there is an opportunity to redevelop where you have space on the lot or the parcel to either build something new and demolish the other improvements and make sure that the people that are staying there are moved to a temporary location and then returned back when the redevelopment happens. Um, but we did, we were very mindful of what is the long-term opportunity given that the state is making resources available to acquire these properties quickly. Can you talk a little bit about the partners that cities and the county have brought forward with an eye toward potentially redeveloping these sites? Are you looking for partners that have experience with redevelopment? When we were identifying the partners, 
we looked at two things. One was, could we bring on a partner that had development experience, meaning that their bread and butter and, and what they do in their profession and their organization is permanent housing development. And the second thing that we looked at were what are our key service providers that are providing and operating shelters that basically leveraging the expertise from the developer and the expertise from the service provider to develop a team. And in that case, they can leverage and rely on each other's expertise depending on the phase of the construction. So if we take the example of the pavilion in where we have the housing authority jamboree co-developing the site and they're partnering with the bill wilson center to provide services to the transition aged youth bill wilson center has limited experience in the development world but the combination of the housing authority and jamboree bringing in that element um, so that they can focus on their area of expertise and the service provider can focus on developing a structured services model for the site that can be carried through if it's used as interim or as they're planning for the permanent conversion. So that was our strategy, leveraging each other's resources and expertise to make sure that the sites are operating well and that the people are getting the services that they need. Can you give us a sense of the early results we've seen from the Home Care Awards we've already received? I know we're less than two years into this process. I'd just like to give our listeners some insights into the early results. The huge benchmark, I think, for us is Hillview Court in Milpitas, uh, which included the conversion of a 143 extended stay hotel into 134 permanent supportive housing units. This site was originally planned to go through a very long general plan process that started maybe in November, 2019. And here we are in September, 2022, and the building is fully occupied, 134 units, permanent supportive housing for a project that would have taken us a lot longer had home key not come. So now you have 134 people that are permanently housed at this building. The other success that I think we have achieved is in the Life Moves home key site in the city of Mountain View. I think that has really given not, not just the opportunity for people to find temporary shelter while they look for permanent housing, but I think what it's done is given the opportunity to other cities that wouldn't normally be looking at developing temporary housing. For instance, I think that what Life Moves and the City of Mountain View were able to push rather quickly is now something that other North County cities are interested in. So much so that the City of Palo Alto submitted a home key round two application and were awarded. You know, a community that we don't typically see occupying the space of housing and homelessness um, has stepped up because I think they see the benefit of a partnership with the county, with the service provider that has modeled this in, in another city. And they are seeing successes at the Life Move site where people are moving into permanent housing. We made a, a deal, if you will, with the city um, and Life Moves to allocate a few of the units for the county's interim housing program, which is people that are already identified for a permanent housing unit. 
and putting them in there temporarily while their unit is under construction. Um, and that basically, you know, there's a guaranteed pathway to permanent housing. So I think seeing those two, for, for me, from a county perspective, showing other communities in our county that home key is an opportunity um, and seeing them be interested, I think is a success for us. The example you gave us from Milpitas took about one year to get fully occupied. Can you give us a sense of how long that project would have taken in the absence of Project Home Key? Without Project Home Key, we probably would be at this stage just receiving the approval for the general plan amendment, which means that it would have taken another year to cobble together the financing and then the construction period for this project, which was roughly 12 months. So without the ability to streamline the land use approval for Hillview and the 29.2 million from the home key funds that were awarded to the project, it would have been at least another two or three years before we uh, would have been able to operationalize the building. That's remarkable. You're basically chopping off 75% of the time needed to develop and operationalize that type of project. Yes, I mean, realistically, Jeff, the what makes permanent housing take so long, if you will, is every city controls their own land use process. Even with streamlining bills, cities still have to work through their internal process that even though it's designed to reduce the time, there's still a lot of work, a lot of coordination, and the fastest streamlining land use approval that I've seen is nine months. HomeKey offered this and it's like overnight, you get the award, the award comes and includes this exemption, both from CEQA and the land use. So if you think about even the fastest is nine months, here, you get the award, you're eligible immediately for the streamlining. Consuelo, what's the future of Project Home Key? Is this program going to likely remain in place now that the pandemic has subsided? I think the opportunity to leverage these dollars has sparked so much interest in the state that it is highly competitive now. And the governor's office has announced home key round three. They anticipate that the notice of funding availability, which is the mechanism by which they will accept applications, will be released next spring. And it is less money than we have seen in the previous two rounds. And we anticipate that it will be more competitive. So for us here in the county and working with our cities uh, in partnership, I think our strategy needs to be different. Round one, we had a few sites in mind. We submitted four applications. We were awarded. In round two, we thought, let's submit as many applications as we can, set a goal of 10, identify. I think with round three, we have to think more strategically and look at where are the gaps that we are seeing in our community? Is it looking at interim housing for seniors? Is it looking at interim housing for survivors of um, gender-based violence? Where are the gaps in the system? And maybe pick just a few projects because I think it's gonna be very competitive. And one of the lessons learned from round two is 
if you don't have that guarantee for home key, the project really can't move forward. And so there has to be a backup plan. If we're, we're, we're pitching a, a home key application and it may not be funded, then we need a plan B. Consuelo, you've been dealing with issues related to homelessness for many years. Have you ever seen an opportunity for cities and counties like Project Home Key, or is this unique in your experience? That's a great question. I think there have been other opportunities to advance our collective goals quickly, but I do think that there's something special and unique about Home Key. And, and what I mean by that is you have communities across the state that are vying to get awarded Home Key. Maybe it's because it gives our elected officials a little more coverage because it's a by right entitlement that comes through the home key. For us, we have seen it mostly as an opportunity to leverage dollars that would otherwise not be coming to our community. So in the 20 years that I've been working in, in local government, this is by far the most unique program. And I think it has given us the opportunity to work together towards one common goal, leveraging the maximum amount of dollars to get the most either beds for shelter or units that can be converted into permanent housing that'll help us reach our, our community plan goals. Before we wrap up, can you tell us how the County of Santa Clara and the City of San Jose have been collaborating on Project Home Key, both in terms of the strategy and the selection of specific sites? Absolutely. We have a standing partnership with the City of San Jose's Housing Department that originates back in the summer of 2016, where we issued, in partnership with the Housing Authority, what we called a supernova at the time. The city brought their capital dollars, the Housing Authority brought vouchers, the county brought the supportive services, and that was the launching pad for our partnership. Our staff meet. Uh, bi-weekly, go through the pipeline. So there's common goals that we've developed about producing housing, shelters, homelessness prevention, street outreach, that it feels like we're one team. And we really took this challenge on of leveraging home key together. So some of the ways that we've partnered uh, when the city was hosting their community engagement meetings, for instance, somebody from our team um, was there, ready to answer questions, um, ready to tackle on the challenges that come with this work um, so that people on the staff side don't feel like they're alone in trying to push these developments forward. We also planned uh, on the financing side. So what does it look like for the long-term financial viability of these sites? How can we leverage funding? How do we leverage um, each other's resources, expertise, and I think that's why we have such a robust pipeline of projects that will be viable in the long term from a financial perspective. Thank you so much for your time today, Consuelo. And thank you for sharing your expertise with us. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Thank you, Jeff. My pleasure. Thanks so much, Consuelo, for joining me on today's episode. To learn more about Project Home Key, please visit the state website at hcd.ca.gov. Thanks for listening to Dwellings, the City of San Jose Housing Department podcast. Our theme music is Speed City, composed and performed by Atane Charles. Thanks to San Jose Jazz for letting us use their music. If you like the show, 
please subscribe and share with your friends and family. If you're looking for more ways to help address housing and homelessness issues in San Jose, please check out the show notes. You can follow the housing department on social media or on Twitter and Facebook at SJ City Housing. And if you have questions or comments about today's episode, please send them to housingcoms at sanjoseca.gov. The artwork on our website was created by Chelsea Palacio. Dwellings is produced by me, Jeff Scott, and Jose Chavez of the Housing Department.